Happy Friday, everyone. It's Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews, and you have landed on the Friday 15, where every Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time, we answer your industry questions that you have submitted. If you have a question, you can always go to hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday15 and submit your questions there. So I have, well, I not only have a co-host on today, but I have my very first ever. So Joshua Harrell with Travel Quest Network is on. Hello, Joshua. Hello, Steph. How are you? Good. Well, so Joshua is the first CRO, Chief Revenue Officer, I have ever met. This is his new title. It's freshly minted from yesterday, I believe. So I'm very excited to have a conversation with my first CRO before. Yeah, and it's okay if you want to say I'm the first chief revenue officer in all of the travel industry. I, I are just, you okay? I didn't. I haven't cross checked that yet. I well, just found well, out. Well, yeah. Let's. It hasn't been fact checked <laughs> yet. But uh, if we want to, if we want to, maybe start something that's a rumor. We can do that. <laughs> yeah. So you guys can write in if you know of another CRO in the travel industry, and we'll let Joshua know. But otherwise, he is definitely the first CRO that I have ever interviewed. So I'm very excited, and we'll see what he has to say about today's questions. So let's see. Our first one comes in from Jen. And Jen is wondering, hi, once I have taken the training you offer to open a travel agency, will I get a travel agent license? Or is this the training is for me to work for, for a host? So I am interested. I'm new to this business and interested in opening my own agency. I have no experience, so I want to make sure I get good training and coaching on how to create every aspect needed for my business. Thanks for your help. So just some context for people. So what Jen is talking about with the training we take um, about opening opening your travel agency, that's either our seven-day setup or our new course, The Ultimate Guard to Starting Your Travel Agency. We'll link to those in the comments. But like what she's asking is, okay, now that I have my agency set up, what do I do next? So Joshua, what are your thoughts on this? What to do next? That is uh, like the choose your own adventure books, right? Where you know, you've got uh, all yeah, these to make. lots of lots of choices. <laughs> well, well, Jen, definitely get, getting started with either one of of, of the education options that that um, host agency reviews offers. It it's just paramount in your start, but. I uh, something about the way that you worded that and the way I interpreted it. I, I want to caution you that you don't have to know everything before you can start being known for travel. Um, and, and I know so many uh, travel entrepreneurs that they have to take all the certifications. They've got to get everything out of the way before they will even say that they um, sell travel mm -hmm. and, and you don't, you, you, you I, I just want to caution you that you don't have to be in school forever in a day. However, I love where she went. I know, I know you feel this way too. It's, it's really about partnering with your host agency, um, and finding the right one for you that will not only provide that, uh, additional training on how to, run your business and stay motivated through the process because it's hard starting a business from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, but also the, the, that coaching and mentoring and being open to it. Uh, have you, uh, Stephanie, have you experienced that before where, where, where someone has all the book knowledge where someone uh, doesn't want to listen to me? Yes, I have Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> and I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> listen to stuff. 
I mean, right back here, the example, my dog, he <laughs> never listens to me. Drives me crazy. <laughs> that, I, uh, oh, yeah, I got, I got three of them at home. They, they don't listen to me either. Um, so, yeah, so dogs aside, um, the, the really allowing your, finding the right host agency for you that matches your personality and, and um, kind of the community that you want to be part of. Uh, we're, all of the host agencies out there, everybody's got something a little bit different. Um, and I, 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 it's less about tools and even education to me. It's about personalities. And uh, I, I find that, you, that, that agents will gravitate towards one host versus another by personality. And mm-hmm. That's also, you know, if you're open to that mentoring and that coaching in, in, in almost every host agency, I would imagine you're going to find a community of people who want you to succeed. Because at the end of the day, every host agency, I mean, the business model is this. If you succeed, we succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you can't get around it. It's all about selling travel. So, um, you know, don't be scared to get started get your your bearings uh, through host agency reviews and, and 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 their training options but find the host that not only offers you some additional education opportunities educational opportunities but also the right personality to be your mentor and to be your coach and guide through your journey because everybody's journey is different right Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And the cultural fit is a really important component, Jen, beyond because what um, and just to go back to the beginning of the, your question too, where will you get a travel agent license if you finish HARS training? No. Um, so there isn't any technical licensure on the federal level um, or even on the state level for agencies. There are some regulations within there. Um, so we're going to put some information about the seller of travel regulations. We have them for the U.S. and for Canada. So we'll put both articles in the description so people can access those and read a little bit more about them. But you will not get um, a certification or uh, a, a licensure from host agency reviews or your host agency. Uh, there just isn't anything along those lines like you see with other things like an accountant or even your esthetician has to go and get continuing education hours every week but or every year, but not in travel. So, but, but Joshua, great point though, about like after they leave HAR, they've got their agency set up when they find their host, that's when it's really going to open up a bunch of training options for them because it's so many. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's going to be like unlimited when you're in there. Um, but I think Joshua's advice to that you don't need to know everything before you get started because you're never going to know everything um, that sometimes you just have to take that leap, obviously keep educating yourself, but at some point you need to take that leap and start making bookings and things along those lines. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and it's, I think my advice is probably more based in the fact that I think that I've, I've been an entrepreneur all my life and a serial entrepreneur, and I've failed at so many things. Okay. So I am very, very upfront and honest about that, but I've, I have found that the hardest part of being an entrepreneur is actually stepping in to that role and saying, I am, I am a travel business owner. And once, once you do that, then other things just start to fall into place naturally. And, and 
you in this industry, you're going to constantly be learning. You're going to learn from peers. You're going to learn from the suppliers. Um, and, and some of the supplier training programs are so in-depth that you, ha- well, you may have never been on their ship or visited their destination, and you know more than, uh, than some of their employees or uh, their countrymen um, because they, they do such a good job of, of giving you that experience uh, either virtually, through books, whatever. Um, there's so many different opportunities. And you just, you, you, I think to be successful, you have to be a, a, a constant learner, don't you? I, I agree. Like you have to enjoy learning because there's always something you're learning. Um, like, I mean, today I was doing some bookkeeping and I was learning this place in QuickBooks that I had no idea existed. I was like, oh, payroll taxes overpaid. Like, I didn't even know there was a report for this. How did this happen? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I think like you have to really enjoy, be curious and learning new things and be open to it because there's a lot of different hats you wear. Yeah. All right. So next one comes from Tashwika. And Tashwika asks, what travel booking engine can I get access to without joining a host agency? So thoughts on that, Joshua. I know you're a host agency, but if they go independently and get their own accreditation. Yeah, you're going to need the accreditation um, to, to, to book any through any booking engine. Um, so you're going to need to, to, to have those credentials. And that's where the host agency can really come in and, and make that a lot easier for you. Uh, not to mention... Um, there isn't just one booking engine. I, I don't. I don't want to blow up anybody's mind, but there isn't just like <laughs> one one computer that uh, or or one software that does it all. That's that's the the nature of 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 being a travel advisor or travel entrepreneur. Is um, there are so many different ways um, depending on your business that you book travel. So there's not one booking engine, but you do need those that accreditation. Um, the host agency can definitely help you, and then. Stephanie, the, the, the big thing is the, the commissions. I mean, you can mm-hmm. definitely go at it on your own, but uh, the, you're going to start at the very bottom tier in terms of commissions when you're, when, if you're just going at it alone. Yeah. And that's so Tashwik, I'm going to put a couple resources in there. One is about getting your own travel agency accreditation for people that are interested. It kind of gives the different options that are out there. Um, but then I'll also put a link into the benefits of using a host agency. Cause like Joshua said, there's the big one that's commission based. I mean, that's the reason that I think a lot of people are initially attracted to a host agency is that for those tiered commissions where it starts at 10%, but as your revenue grows, you can go up to 16% or whatever the number may be that it makes a big difference. Even if your host agency is taking a cut of your commissions, you're still earning that 6% more. And not only that, but the article will go into there's a lot of less tangible things about a host agency that are very, very helpful for advisors, especially newbies, because you're navigating this huge landscape. This plugs you into somebody that is going to be able to mentor you and help answer your questions and walk you through versus if you're on your own, that's very hard. And the other thing to mention is if you get your own accreditation, uh, you may not even, so consortia, which are the next level up from host agencies, they negotiate their own contracts with the vendors. So they'll say for our members, instead of it being $100,000 before they can reach 11%, let's make it $50,000. That's just an example. Um, But if you're not a part of a consortium, because when you're new, 
you don't have any sales to your name and a consortium in order to join them usually has revenues that you need to meet a certain amount. And I think the consortia with the lowest uh, revenue to get in is $200,000 in preferred supplier sales. So it is something that is very difficult um, for someone just coming in without any sales to, to get. But that means that you're, it's even going to be harder for you to reach those revenue levels because you're not able to belong to a consortium who's negotiated these lower tiers for you. So that's just a couple things to think about. And then when Joshua, you were talking about there's, I think, sometimes a misconception that travel advisors log into one system and it pulls like from 70,000 different sites. And then they're like, oh, cool, best price, boom, done. No, it's a lot of legwork and searching and finding the best deal for your clients and what fits their needs. And so I'm going to put a link into our article about what travel agents do because there's examples of advisors making bookings in the different travel agent portals. So there'll be one on a consolidator, I think on a cruise line, a tour operator, and they'll kind of explain and walk you through what it looks like. They're, they're somewhat similar to consumer booking engines, but there's different things like, um, you know, they have your commission built in there and some of them will have where you can mark up if you want to charge some kind of a fee above and beyond. So they're, they're all a little bit different, but um, there isn't one booking engine, which is going to make a lot of people sad. Yeah. But you're like you were saying, your host agency will they've been there and done that before. So uh, all, all of us are uh, always going to guide you down the path of how to get started. And if you want to work with this partner, or you want to sell this product, where to go. Um, so you're not alone in that in in those situations and even though there isn't one booking tool um there's they can give you a lot of guidance on where to oh, go yeah. the best experience and and I, I i love when you said about you know shopping for the best deal and we're kind of thinking of the consumer uh purchasing process uh we're selling experiences and mm -hmm. if you're selling something that you're extremely passionate about it no matter where you're sourcing the product from or you know the, the the experience from you're adding you to that what you've sold to your client um and that is something that is uniquely you no one else can it's copyrighted it's only you that can do that um so it, it's while you don't have one tool you have one you and just infuse that into into what you're selling and, and it's a definitely a winning formula yeah, exactly. And then Tashwika, if you do decide like that going on your own is something you want to do, um, once you get your accreditation number, uh, like I said, it's going to be hard to join a consortium, but you can get an accreditation number and then you can also just sign up. They'll have the travel agent portals. You'll need to send in, I think, your W-9 um, and some other forms to get set up. And that's that's another thing we don't talk about, but it, that's why it's really nice to also have a host agency because I remember my parents' agency constantly having to, this was with faxing, but we'd have to fax in the W-9 to get every single, I mean, there was hundreds and hundreds of portals um, to get set up in each portal. So the nice thing about joining a host is you don't have to do that. They're already set up and they can just give you a login. Um, let's see. Okay. Last question is from Denise. So, hi, Har team. I was just checking out your new course, The Complete Guide to Starting a Travel Agency, but I've already completed the seven-day challenge. So I feel like I'm already at the point where that guide ends. Yep, that's that's true. So thank you for that straightforward step-by-step -step plan. 
I'm having trouble prioritizing the next steps after she's finished getting her agency set up. So she, she says like initial CRM and other host agency trainings, vendor access and trainings, building my website and social media sites and figuring out what, to, what the heck to do if I get a client, if and when I get a client. So where do you suggest I go from here? When's your next guide coming out? Lots of laughs. Denise, Denise, I'm sorry to say no new course is coming out anytime soon. That one was a lot of work, but I love your enthusiasm. Um, Joshua, what do you think when someone like starts and they join their host agency, all of a sudden there's so many directions they can go. What do you tell people? So without, without sales, you don't have a business. So um, kind of going back to, you know, if it, searching for ultimate knowledge and knowing everything, you're not going to be there. You're not going to be able to complete all the supplier trainings before you, you open your doors. And if you wait, you're losing, you're, you're missing out on some time. So there are things that you can do in tandem. Um, and I think launching your brand, uh, go ahead and, and secure those social media handles on the sites, uh, Facebook and Instagram in particular, those are those I would definitely secure a TikTok, wherever you want to go, go ahead and secure those handles, secure your website domain. Um, you can put up a website so fast. It's so inexpensive for you to do a, yeah. a, like a Squarespace website and just put it up there and just have one page that says, I sell travel picture of, of a beautiful experience and contact me. Go ahead and do that while you're setting things up, while you're setting up your back office, while you're taking the different um, supplier trainings, because it's going to take time for that to get traction. Um, so if you wait until you're finally ready, you're, you're missing out on um, some time when that could start to be crawled by the search engine. So you could be discovered when you're ready to take on the, those clients. So I always say, get the word out there that you are all about travel and it's not going to happen overnight. I think people are worried that the moment they publish their website, the phone is going to start ringing and they'll have to know everything. And that's not the case. And if it is the case, then you can definitely hunt me down and, 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 and shove it in my face. We want to know the secret on what. Yeah, I, yeah. If I had that secret, then I would really earn that chief revenue <laughs> officer title. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't happen that way. And I, I feel like so many people are so, scared to hit publish on their website or publish on their email newsletter or um, record that video and put it up on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, wherever it is, just do it. Mm -hmm. And um, you're going to find your way naturally because it, it's just, that's the way it happens. And, and I'm telling you this because I get to work with hundreds and hundreds of, of travel entrepreneurs every single day at all different stages in their life cycle as a business. And it is always, that's the way it is. It, it just, it all of a sudden it comes together organically as long as this is truly what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. I, I love what you're saying, Joshua, about getting that website up. Because um, I think it can be, I'm sure some of you have run into this where you land on a website and it's essentially just a landing page that says, you know, coming soon, like launch in three months or whatever it is. And then they have something where you can sign up to be on their newsletter. And that's a great way. Like I would definitely suggest putting an email capture on there for people that are interested uh, so that you can get them on your newsletter list. Because even if it's only seven people and you finally open your agency officially three months later, 
that seven people that you have to market to that you didn't before that are potential clients. So don't be disillusioned or sad that it's only a few people because that's you didn't have to do anything for that. You like drag and drop something in there to do the email capture. Yeah. And, and, and my, my advice on newsletters, no matter if you're just getting started or you've been doing this for a while, uh, don't just say subscribe to my newsletter. Uh, you know, if you haven't opened the doors yet, say sign up so I can you can be the first to be notified when when we're open for business, like mm -hmm. exciting promise. Or, you know, if you have an existing business, um, you know, get my secret tips to Ireland that I only share with the people on my newsletter. Like that is something that makes me want to subscribe. So make yeah. it make it enticing, whatever fits your your personality. Mm -hmm. personality again. <laughs> yeah. And D Denise, here's going to be a few resources I'm going to pop into the uh, description for you. So one is going to be, we have a tutorial on how to set up a Wix website. It's super, super easy, uh, even if you're not tech savvy. So we'll pop that in there. Um, we'll also, we have the the article on what travel agents do with how the bookings are made. That can give you an idea for when you're worried about when and if you do get a client. It's going to be different for every client. Uh, there's no cookie cutter way of doing it, but that can at least give you an idea of the steps you need to take. And then um, the other thing I would, because you have so many things you're interested in learning and not sure which direction to go, I want to also make sure you're tapping in to the travel advisor community because they are going to be a great source of knowledge for you as you're, and, and those people that you actually are making friends with in the very beginning are going to be great friends later on. I know the people I met 15 or 20 years ago in the industry um, when I first started very close with. Um, so I, I'm going to pop in. One is going to be on how to build a work community and different places that you can do that. And then one will, the other one will be um, Nikki Miller wrote this one and it's how to ask questions to your peers on social media. Because if there's one thing that I will tell you that experienced travel advisors do not like is when someone pops and I bet you know what it is, Joshua. Uh, you, yeah, I, I think I know what it is, but, but you tell me what, what, how you where say. You, where someone pops in to the group and just says like, my clients want to go to, you know, Venice for 10 days. What do you recommend? Yeah. Like that doesn't give, I mean, people need more information than that. And so Nikki's is a great guide to do that tactfully and what information you should try beforehand, what information you can share. So for any new advisor, I would highly recommend checking out Nikki's article because they're, um, I, that's a huge complaint I hear a lot of times from experienced advisors. It's like, I don't oh, want to do your work for you. Yeah, you will be branded for life within within a community if you go in and you say, what is the best resort in Mexico? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that just that it, it happens all the time. So yeah, and it's I, like it's a legit question because you don't know anything. But it like I think the important thing to take away from the conversation is that in order for people to give back to you, you have to show that you've done your due diligence and you've tried, um, not just that you're asking for all the answers. Because people are happy to help. It's the yes. the saying, "Teach them to fish." That's what they want to do, but they don't want to keep bringing you the fish every time. Right, right. And and I, I'm glad you talked about the, the community, the people that you met in the industry back when you first got started and, and how Yeah. Cool that is something, especially for those of you who are tuning in and, and this is you you are just starting your journey. I did not come from the travel industry. I've only been in it for five years. I the 
the relationship side of this from like the people the 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 other travel advisors that I know or the suppliers that I know you are you this is a community and it is highly supportive um I, I'm supportive of our competitors I mean we're we're very very friendly we because there's a space for everybody and we all are very passionate about travel and I love that I've never in in my past life in cosmetics no 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 you, you did not talk not to interesting. each other no, no, not at all. But but here, it's there's just there's room for everybody, and I there's a shortage of travel advisors out there, people. Um, so there's there's plenty to go around. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And now is prime because people did go through an experience where maybe they booked travel on their own, and they didn't know what was going on. The world was going crazy, and those. Those travel professionals, they 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 proved how important they are and how valuable they are. And so now people are looking for mm-hmm. travel professionals. Um, and I wouldn't travel without one. Not yeah. with, I don't want them to come with me. I'm just saying I wouldn't I wouldn't book I wouldn't plan trips. <laughs> you can book my travel and you must travel with me. That, that's <laughs> Great client here if anyone's looking for one. <laughs> um, so Joshua, thank you so much for joining us today. If people want to reach out to learn more about TravelQuest or have questions for you or want to become your your travel advisor and they want to travel with you everywhere, what's the best way for them to reach you? Well, if you want to learn more about TravelQuest Network, um, as well as uh, just get some great advice on being a travel entrepreneur, go to TravelQuestNetwork.com. We've got a lot of information there, and our team is there to answer any and all questions. So please, please keep us busy over there. Um, And if you want to find me, I'm at Joshua Harrell on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you, connect with me, and um, I would love to follow you on your travel journey because I'm telling you, it was the best decision I ever made to join the travel industry. I, and I never even had it on my vision board. And now it is the only thing that I can see. And I am just so grateful to be here with you, Steph, and talking to all of you who are uh, either in the middle of, 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 of your journey or you, you're just about to get started. It's exciting. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joshua. Um, We are going to be back next week, as always. Next week, we have Travel Planners International's Jen Lee is going to be on. She's been on for some previous ones. So if you have any questions specifically for Jen or about Travel Planners International, you could submit them by going to hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday15. And again, we are looking for some questions. We're running a little bit low. So if you have any, submit them. Um, and then the other thing to note is if you go to hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday15, you can sign up to get e-reminders on next week's topics right to your inbox and also to your phone. So you can get a text message reminder if you'd like that as well. So thank you again for joining us, Joshua. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will see you next Friday.